Welcome to this exclusive bonus episode of the Echo Leadership Podcast. You're a part of the tribe. You're a part of the Echo Leadership Collective, and we want to help you. We want to help you thrive as a leader. And today we're going to have a conversation with a local entrepreneur who is getting the ball down the field in some really crazy times. Susie Williams is the owner of CrossFit Volition. She also owns another gym called Sundown uh, Sundown CrossFit. They also have a great tribe of people trying to stay healthy during this season. One of my favorite things to do as a leader is to have conversations with other leaders. I actually think I learn more in conversations like this than I do even reading books. So I think we're going to have some fun together, uh, and I think we're going to all learn and grow together from this conversation. So I want to encourage you to just sit back, listen, enjoy it. Hopefully, it helps you get better as a leader. I'm here with Susie Williams, and she leads a gym here locally in the Bay Area. Uh, and one of those gyms is called Sundown CrossFit, and the other is Volition CrossFit. And she has been doing a fantastic job over the last nine months in the midst of COVID, even before that, um, leading uh, here, making a difference in people's lives. Susie, thanks so much for hanging out and talking leadership with us. Yeah, thanks for us to have me. It's a huge, huge honor. You just listed your list of interviews, and I'm feel very honored. So thank you. Yeah. And you, you guys have been like in the midst of not only um, leading through a pandemic, but one of these gyms you opened, like you bought it in the middle of COVID. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. We started the process probably in December, just having no, I mean, at that time, we would love to have that full, <laughs> full revelation that it'll close in a few months, but yeah, we started the process in December, signed the documents for transfer mid-February, and then take over April 1. And uh, yeah, it was closed. So it's been fun. <laughs> well, you, you guys have done a fantastic job continuing to help people. I know that um, you've had to make a lot of changes in the midst of this season. And this season yeah. has been really hard um, on gym owners in particular. And I'd love to hear, even for you as a leader, like as you're processing this season, what what are you doing to continue to grow and get better as a leader in the midst yeah. of such volatility, volatility and, and craziness all around us in the environment? Yeah, I think for me, I've, I'm really having to learn to draw some really hard boundaries just because there's so much information out there and it's more information boundaries. And, and so just because there's um, just so much bad information, there's so much sad news. And sometimes as a leader, we can um, make our decisions out of just all this fear that's being kind of thrown at you. And, and as a, you know, with somebody with a lot of responsibilities on them, I just don't want to get in a place where I'm making a lot of fear-based decisions. Sometimes even like fear-based wisdom, right? Like, oh, it's so yeah. wise, but what is like that basis of? And so I think just learning to draw boundaries and it's hard because it's such a different, like your day-to-day -day doesn't look like it did. Um, you know, eight months, a year ago. And so just having to learn to redraw those um, and it changes all the time, you know? Uh, so that's, that's something, but to always step back, be aware, have a conversation with my husband, you know, and he helps me just kind of, okay, like, this is what I'm seeing, you know, to have that accountability. Yeah, yeah. And the other thing is that I've reached out, you know, for just so many people uh, more than I ever have uh, during this time. Generally, when you're flowing, you don't feel like you kind of need as much help or, you know, things are going well. But when things are just, everything's a ginormous question mark, I just try to lean on to wisdom from people from all walks of life to, you know, multimillionaires to business owners to 
restauranteurs to pastors, just everybody. I'm just kind of soaking it in and, and uh, find a lot of encouragement for them. So that's been huge for me for, from a growth standpoint and getting better for sure. That's awesome. Well, you know, it's, it's been encouraging to me to watch um, your tenacity. I know that like you guys have done think gym classes online, you've gone physical back to online, back and forth multiple times, like in all these pivots, what would you say is one of the pivots that you've made that has most worked in terms of your mission? Yeah, I think the uh, very first thing we did, um, I just took a pause when we first got the news. And at the time, we only thought we were going to be closed for three weeks. So we're like, oh, whatever. Like three weeks is three weeks. No big deal. Right. And then here we are today. Everybody's still a little shocked of that, you know. Um, But I think at the time, I just, you know, I, I took a moment and I actually prayed and just took a breath and said, okay what do I do? You know? Mm-hmm. And the first thing is, was the first word I heard was to give generously, to be generous because this is a time when people are freaked out. And so, you know, um, to, to, you know, love casts out all fear. So I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to be generous. So uh, within probably 10 hours, we started just giving away all of our equipment and renting it out and just trusting our members with it. I mean, I was probably a little more trustworthy than I should have been, but um, we wrote up a simple contract and just said, guys, come on out. We're going to support you at home. Don't worry. Trust us. It'll take us some time, but at least I can get you guys some equipment in your hands and get you guys going. So I think that was probably the biggest thing for our members that took them ba- back. Uh, and that's probably the number one you know, compliment that we had. We had actually done it. I don't mean this brag, but we did it before any other gym did it. And then every other gym was like, oh, that's a good idea, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, but it was just one of those things that just kind of taking a positive breath and just continually just trying to lean on generosity because it's just such a um, hard time. A lot of people lost their jobs and they're members of our gym. And so how do we help them, meet them where they're at so they can at least have some level of hope or some level of routine, you know, because we're here for their physical health, you know, and how can we help them in that time. So there's been a lot of things, but I would say that was the number one thing that we did. Just honestly, the first thing we did since then, there's probably a lot of mistakes, but uh, it seemed the first thing we did was actually the best. So that's awesome. We're proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, just the way that you guys within a week had done that, like is Mm. just remarkable flexibility on your part. And um, what's been interesting, I think as the crisis has rolled on, uh, people have increased opinions about how everything's supposed to be done for businesses and churches mm. and leaders. And there's a lot of criticism. Um, and of course, we yeah. we knew this before COVID. We can't please everybody, but it's only made it magnified that like we cannot as leaders please everybody. And I wonder for you, yeah. like in processing the criticism and people's different opinions of how you should be running your business. How have you tried to stay above the fray on that criticism as a leader? Yeah, it can be a little challenging. Fortunately, we get more um, affirmations that we do criticism at our gym, which is great, Um, but we definitely get it. And so I tried to weed out the emotion of the criticism that's coming from them. Because, I mean, this is a season where people are doing wacky things, you know, like, I mean, uh, and you just don't know what they're dealing with. And so sometimes they're just outward expression of that is to criticize somebody else. And so for me, it's just saying, okay, take a breath, 
let me weave through. Maybe there's something in here that I, I can actually take and walk with yeah. and then check in and just say, thank you for that. I really appreciate it. Um, well, certainly. And, and if it's something that I find was value of just saying, hey, if there's any way we can help, we'd just be happy to step in and help you. But, you know, some some people are just going to be jerks, to be honest. And, and it's one of those things that you have to be true to what you know to be right. Uh, you have to stand by it. But you also have to be kind of willing to deviate a little bit because this is a time where you know what used to be isn't isn't anymore and so I think we can't be so much to that side where we're unwilling to deviate and say you know what that's valid let me continue to look into this you know but I think the biggest thing is just understanding hey I don't know where they're coming from they may be coming from a super hard place I don't know what's going on in their home and even more so now and so um, I try to kind of cut all that, all the extra words out that were probably unnecessary and see yeah. what they're actually trying to get across or I clarify. And if they continue to be that way, I just, okay, thank you. Goodbye. You know, we don't need that. <laughs> so, yeah. but it takes time to grow in that for me. I, I take it very personally. I'm very personally invested in so many ways into our business. So to not take criticism personally is difficult. And I think yeah. as a business leader, that you're just so, you know, so much of you, your whole life is being revolved around it right now. When um, you get that, it's hard not to take it personally. Um, yeah. So sometimes it does hit hit deep, but you got to kind of move on and know that um, it's all going to work out. You got to kind of weave through the the emotion of it all. So I don't know if that's, that's really super direct, but no, I, I, <laughs> I can totally relate. And I love what you said about you know, people come with their criticism, they have a whole host of things that they're dealing with, you know, in their families and their own issues that they're wrestling through. And rarely is their frustration towards you about you. There may be mm-hmm. pieces of it that is, you know, something that they're annoyed with, but the frustration, they might be coming at you with like an eight or a nine and the mm-hmm. level of frustration specifically towards you is like a two, but it compiled. So you got, you know, everything and their frustration. One of my mentors has this principle he calls the matador principle. Mm. And he talks about like the bull, when a bull charges, if you try to lock antlers or, you know, uh, whatever you call it on the top of the bull, the, um, yeah. the thorn, the horns. <laughs> the horns. <laughs> um, but the, if you try to lock horns with a bull, you're just going to get resistance. So it's better to say, okay, thank yeah. you. We'll keep that in, in mind. The, and sometimes I find the harder criticism is the one that is from the people that are closest to you, the, you know, the wounds oh, from yeah. our brothers and sisters that we're like on the team with. And I wonder yeah. even for you, as you're working with your team, what are some things that you're saying to the team to kind of keep them moving forward, keep them focused, and even help the, the unity of the people in your inner circle? Yeah. That's been something that I think has probably been my most difficult uh, of any of this because every your whole team's roles have changed too. You've had to shift their roles quite a bit. There's a lot of tension uh, just within themselves of having to shift that role. Yeah, it, that's probably been the most difficult thing of all of this. And so I think it's just um, one of those things where 
we said, you know, unity is the way forward. And the biggest word I got from my team was humility is the way forward. We have to be humble. And if we're not willing, this is a time where you have to be willing to take correction and criticism because we're all in a very uncomfortable place that we've maybe never done this role before. We've maybe, we have like a huge learning curve. And if we're not willing to take some feedback or willing to ask somebody to come along and help you in this area, then we're gonna ginormously fail. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, even though I've given you this responsibility, I understand it's hard. I understand. I don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what we're doing. So as long as we can all acknowledge that and you can take a place of humility and say, all right, like I'm going to work on this, but you also can't put up so many walls of saying, I don't need help with this. This is my job. And that kind of pride festers up or being unwilling to take feedback. And so for us, like when I sit down with our team meetings, our kind of little mantra we've had over the past couple of weeks is humility is the way forward. How can I help and how can somebody help me? And that's the number one question we've been asking. And it changes month over month because every month for us looks very different. But it, that's just been our, our number one thing. Um, and, and that even comes from our members. We've even reached out to some of our members and just being like, I know you guys are invested in us. You show us that you like us by paying for membership every month. So, you know, I would like to think that means that you're not just throwing money at us, you know, but how, what do you see? How can we do better? And being willing to kind of take that extra step and just Mm kind of saying, you know, we're here to serve you and that's all we do. We don't need your help. Like we know better than you, you know, but in the end, like, it's just not a time for that. So we started reaching out to some of our members. Hey, like, how can we do this better? What is your experience been? You guys, we have some super intelligent people, you know, and they're yeah. problem solvers. You know, they they love to problem solve. So we've even reached out to some of our members saying, hey, what do you see here? What what could, how could this be better? Even from a tech standpoint, having to switch tech, you know, and do all that stuff. Like we're a bunch of meatheads. We don't know how to do this tech stuff. So, so it, that's been really big. So that's been our kind of way forward, even you know, if you're amazing and you see yourself as an epic coach, like this is a time to say, hey, I'm going to continue to grow in this area because mm-hmm. everything is against us. So we have to continue to grow and move forward. And we got to be able to take constructive criticism, feedback, and put ourselves in a place of humility to receive that uh, and to serve in the same capacity. So that's awesome. Yeah. Pretty hot on that right now. <laughs> it's pretty big. It's interesting even hearing you say that because I, the last few months I've used, like I've said to our team a number of times, like, I don't, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, yeah. I, I may seem like I'm real clear, but I, I have no idea what I, I've, I've never led through a pandemic before. I don't know how long this is going to last. I don't even yeah. know how much of the data that we're getting is accurate. I, so I don't know. And it's, it's great how people even collectively as a team, when humility, I like that phrase, humility is the way forward that when we acknowledge that it's almost like people give us more grace, you know, that mm. like, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't expect you to have it together. But when we, when we act like we have it all together, then they, they expect us to have it all together. So that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say to an entrepreneur in your industry? Who's like just exhausted emotionally feels like they have nothing left to give. How would you encourage them to continue to show up? Yeah, I think you, there's so much negativity. There's a couple of things that, that have helped me a lot. Uh, 
so much negativity. So I just start to talk to our members that I know have, I've seen personally a lot of change. And I just, I need to under, go back to my why, you know, like that mantra, go back to your why. I, I just, I, but I want to talk to them. I want to say, hey, how, how has this helped you? What has Sundown done for you? It just really helps us to know that the day-to-day, because with fitness, it doesn't change overnight. You know, it, it's like, you know, it's not like you just received Jesus in your life. It's changed, you know, and all that stuff. It's like, it takes time, you know, and, and, uh, and so so asking them and just going after them because there are there are inspiration in our motivation and motivation is not forever <laughs> you know yeah. you're gonna have so many days where you don't feel motivated and so that's what inspires me is knowing that what we're doing is 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 worth it and it is creating change and um, and that helps me a lot um, the other thing that has helped me a lot is just going back to identity and like who I am like who I am is not necessarily what I produce. And I think as a business entrepreneur, we get so caught up in success is in the numbers, success is in making money, success is, and that is true. Those are important metrics. I mean, you got to pay the bills or you don't have business, right? But in the end, like it also doesn't define who I am. And sometimes the exhaustion and what I found for me, what shifted is just saying, you know, who I am, you know, whether or not this business is a success or not doesn't change who I am. So I have to go back who I am, who I'm created to be, and I need to operate out of that, not necessarily hope that my success in business or even my fitness or whatever will define me because those things are all fleeting. You know, as we learned today or this past eight months, everything is temporary, you know, and so um, and we really have to kind of know know our identity as a leader, know our identity as a a human Um, and that what so if you fail or if you don't fail while it's not easy it doesn't change who you are necessarily so that to me has helped a lot yeah so i would i would advise that for sure (laughs) awesome Susie, i'm i'm so grateful for you and for alex and your your faithfulness during the season and continuing to show up and i know um as a committed follower of jesus that 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 love that you have from god and and your identity as a daughter of his is so central to your ability to continue to do that. And um, I'm grateful for how you're valuing people, not just for their bodies, but for you know, helping them get physically fit, but their minds and their their souls and uh, the influence and impact that you both have on the Valley uh, and the greater Bay Area. I would love um, for you to share for people who are interested in knowing more about the gyms that you guys lead where they could go to find out more information or even on Instagram or Twitter or anywhere that they could find yeah. out about you guys. Yeah, of course. They're always welcome to reach out. We have our tag on Instagram is uh, at Sundown CrossFit. And then of course we have CrossFit Volition, which is at CrossFit underscore Volition. And then our website, sundowncrossfit.com and then CrossFitVolition.com. Um, all the information is there and you can contact us uh, through the website and we're here, we're open, we're running, we're outside, bring layers. It's cold, <laughs> but, but it's good. So it's been really fun to see people adapt to all the cold weather. Um, but it's been good. So yeah. Awesome. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Thanks for encouraging people to keep showing up.
Hey, what a great conversation that was with Susie. Thanks so much for being a part of the Echo Leadership Tribe. We want to encourage you, if you're new to the family, new to the tribe, go ahead and subscribe so that we can continue to resource you. Whatever platform you're on, it will come directly to you. You can also go to our website, echo.church slash leadership podcast. There you'll get notes. There you'll get all the content as it's coming out. We love you. We're here to support you. Let us know if there's any ways during the season that we can help you succeed and get better as a leader. And we're going to continue to do our best to keep showing up, to give you resources and create a, a tribe of leaders that works together to make a difference. Thanks so much for joining us for the Echo Leadership Podcast.